start promoting myself my, my, my radio personality young young lenny b but uh sh- shout out to shout out to you guys let me also introduce my co-host as always start off with mr horace hall aka brooklyn <laughs> Yo, what the fuck the white man got you calling yourself no i oh, picked it my lenny b what i picked it that? myself look, i give you one thing it's so it's so diverse in the sense of i don't know if you were late night Adult contemporary exactly. radio personality. I made it myself. A white girl, Lenny B. I am yeah. dead. Lenny B, man, that's me, baby. Shout out the People's Champ, bro. I'll let you guys know when I when I have my my show on the air, so I'll, I'll be plugging some more. But let me also introduce my other co-host, Mister Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing this week, brother? It's a rough week, Lyndon. Ooh, you know, one of my he- one of one of my childhood heroes is finally finally. Putting it to rest. My boy Eli's Ooh. benched. Oh. <laughs> and so it's bitter. Like Danny sweet. You got Danny, jo- Danny Jones, Danny J. Yeah. But yeah, well. Eli was a big hero of mine, man. I went to Eli Manning games at Ole Miss. I had an Eli Manning Ole Miss jersey. You know, a big, big, big Eli Manning guy. But at least you acknowledge it, 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 it's time. It was time last it's year. It's time. It should have been time two games ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you acknowledge it. So it's not, <laughs> not naive. Uh, before we get into this week's pod, let me do some more promo before the end of the pod. Me and Krista have our first live pod, the first live pod of any network. We are, of any show, we're going to be at AVC Anime Fest October 19th at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. You can get your tickets now at Ticketmaster at AVCAnimeFest.com or at the Cajun Dome box office. We'll be doing a live version of uh, hashtag anime talk. So you guys, be sure and come check us out. We have an hour long panel from twelve to one. So slide That's through hype. at uh, AVC hey. Fest. Yeah, man. Yo, the network Fucking lit, bro. A lot of fire shit with the network, bro. Shout out to Primetime. They got a new intro, courtesy of Shaquille O'Neal. How did I pull that one off, bro? The work, man. Like shit, shit's just flowing right now, bro. Shit's shit's fire. Like yeah, man. Rub, rubbing elbows with the diesel. With the diesel, that even though I didn't sound right at all. Even though I didn't, <laughs> even though I didn't meet him, shout out to my guy Scott Prather because I can't take claim for that. He hooked us up with that. So yeah, man, that was doing some fire. We got a uh, merch coming soon, but in I'm not, we're not gonna get in all that. Not not time to promo and stuff. It's just one thirteen. It's not two hundred. No time to uh, jerk our own PPs. But uh, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all on some other shit today, huh? <laughs> Let's get into this week's show. And my God, not a lot of news. It was I was pulling in different places for for this episode, but one person did give us enough to discuss. And I want to talk about this as 
something just the surface level at first, and then I want to take what I got from it. But my God, Takashi Six Nine is not just snitching. Snitching. He is snitching. Snitching. Yeah. Why Trippy Red caught a straight, bro? Damn, bro. That shit was dope. I swear to God, that shit caught everybody off guard. We all like, what? Trippy Red was at his fucking house, bro. And Takashi Six Nine said, "Oh yeah, he part the Bloods. He part this gang. This, 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 and the third. Casanova caught a straight today. He is snitching, snitching." This is what you, this is I what this is what people do when their uh, backs are against the wall, man. Yeah, I mean, look if you live by the look, Schubert. For me, you Brooklyn, we're civilians. We can snitch. Not that I'm not that I'm you snitching. You condone snitching. I'm, you know, yeah, someone, what are you if, talking about? Feels like so, one of our like family members. Like we're civilians. We should be able to tell the police who killed our family members. Now, if you abide by that street code. I'm not saying I'm a street nigga. I'm not. I am me. I, I like, look. What did I just say? I'm hosting an anime panel. Fucking an anime. Not a street nigga. Like I just said that. But if you live by that code, you gotta live by that code. And that man did not live by that code. And or if you claiming that you live by that code, because he was claiming it. He clearly don't yeah, live by right. it. He was just claiming it. Yes. And, and another thing. I mean, we knew the trial was coming. I guess people just the internet was. We always we already talked about him being a snitch. We talked about all this, but I guess the internet was taken by shock. He got to go into witness protection because, bro, not only did you implicate your entire gang, you implemented a whole nother rapper's gang in the in the money behind him. You impl- you implicated another rapper in his gang in the like, bro. You are a snitch, snitch, you right? Watch. Like he didn't even have to put them into it. Like well, I'm did not have to see Casanova or or Trippy Red. Like they said, they've been a part of that. <laughs> so bad for Trippy, bro. Trippy was at his house, dog. Like Trippy, not even on IG right now. Like, oh man, they bro, did, I they... know his phone was blowing up, bro. Like he was confused, bro. He was like, "What is going on? What the fuck? like, bro?" Yo, and I fuck guess it. that just it just kind of proves that the at the this whole time that Takashi Six Nine was a civilian. Like he was pretty much just a dude who was in high school and was like, "Yo, I'm hard." Yo, Bro, I'm gonna put tattoos on my face. 100%. I'm gonna get on Instagram and get clout, and, then I'm, gonna, and then I'm gonna pretend that I, I'm the biggest rapper in the world. And then people let him think that he was the biggest rapper in the world. And now he's got his back against the wall, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm a civilian." No real shit. And he, he said like he was like, uh, "I went searching." I want to go back. I want to go back and live with my parents. She's like, I went, I went search out the bloods to get uh protection to get clout. It's it's literally that. Like he said all of this. He and today, like some of the stuff I'm reading is like, watch. Like today, he was like, they would front me uh cash, or they would front me in half with the back in cash. Uh, what if Shadi did with the money? And then he goes, at first I didn't ask any questions. Shadi was like, feed the wolves, feed the homies, support them, <laughs> make sure they're as good as we we are, and they won't take us out. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, this, it, look, wait, I'm gonna keep going, bro. Like, this nigga, there's so much. He goes, Oh, and he said Trippy Red name again. He goes, My main dispute with Trippy Red, he was another set of blood. So was Casanova. Like, why? Why? Unnecessary, bro. Me and Trippy were signed to the same level. There's a lot of jealousy involved. He was signed first. I later signed a couple of months. We had a song together that was successful despite. Then jealousy. We got into online disputes. We attract Trippy at his hotel. Can you go through what happened? Of course, Trippy Red's manager said he wanted to squat the, squash the beef. At the time, I was very upset with him. He had already said a lot. 
uh, Trippy Red's manager gave us the address of sh- his of Shoddy at his video shoot. I told Shoddy I wanted to do something about Trippy. Shoddy said, "Say less. We on top of it, my nigga." We we go to the Red Hook around there industry area. I'm in a Jeep. We see Trippy Red Sprinter vans. We surveil it, waiting for Trippy Red. Shoddy has said he had a few of the homies meeting up there. We stake out. Trippy comes in, gets out with 15 people. We follow him for an hour on the highway. Uh, the Sprinter van gets to the hotel. We don't want to get spotted. Shoddy gets out, tell me stays in the car. Harv Parks, he was like, three other guys, Shotty came back screaming, it's fucking Treyway, I got me and my niggas, we got that nigga. <laughs> Shotty said Harv punched Trippie in the mouth. Like, bro, this is crazy. Like, this bro, is crazy, bro. Like, I don't even was, it's He was just like, really putting like the whole transcript out there. Like, bro, he didn't, he was ready to snitch and sing like a motherfucker, bro. That's, it's so bad, bro. And my thing is this, if you're Shotty, there's so many gangsters turned CEO. You know you're not supposed to go out. Like, death row failed, bro. You saw what happened to Suge Knight. You know you're not supposed to be out in the street yelling, uh, it's fucking Treyway. Bang, bang, nigga. We're going to shoot. Like, you can't do that. Like, but he was ignorant, bro. He was never going to be that successful. He was going to be the Suge type. They literally only had one year of success. All of this was worth one year of success, my nigga. Now y'all going to jail for 15 plus years. Like dog, come on, fam. Like I mean, I mean, do you think he's gonna make fifteen years? Oh, with all this. Think, I mean, I, I mean, mean, uh, uh I, I think he took a plea, so he, I think he took a deal, or, or no, he might not have taken. I don't know. He said he's not snitching. I don't know if he took the deal. Well, or not. I mean, are they putting him in protective custody, or are they no, putting no, no, him? No, no, no. You talking about Takashi? Is he going back? Takashi yeah, witness protection. He can't be a rapper no more. This over with. No, I'm not talking about his career. I'm talking about his life. Oh, yeah, no. He, they, oh, yeah. They're going to put him in, like, some yeah. fucking random place in, like, Iowa Arizona. or some shit like that. And he's going to live in, like, the low maximum security prison. How's this and dude going to hide with with uh, his tattoos on his face? Oh, I'm going to find him get, out pretty easily. He's going to have to get removed. That's he's going to have to get removed. He's going to have to remove them tattoos, dye his hair, become a normal little Mexican kid. And that's it. Like, this, it's over with, dog. Like, you done. Go, now you, your daughter, your, your baby mama, all the family. I don't know if he's taking his baby mama with him, but the family, everybody got to move to Iowa or Arizona. It's over with. It's Dunskies. But to any street niggas listening to this, to this pod, any street people, I want to just say this, my brothers. Get y'all shit together. Like, if you in these, in, like, there's a way to, like, look at Jay Prince. You got to get out of that shit. The streets ain't real. Streets is done. Like, and I'm not a street nigga. I'm just talking about what other people I respect who are street niggas have said. Like, it's not worth it. Like, there's there's ways to get money in this internet era. It's still the wild, wild west. The streaming servers don't have, like, there's still a way for you to put content out there and blow up. Like, there's things you do, whether you're a rapper, pop, whatever you want to do. Just get out the streets, dog. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. These niggas don't care about you. They will snitch. Like, these young boys will snitch. I got one thing to say, too. Listen, bro. If you in school, nigga, stay in school. If you <laughs> ball, nigga, stay in the gym. If you not a shooter, put the gun down, my nigga. Because these niggas out here in the streets will shoot your mom point blank in the face. Yeah, that shit not funny. I shouldn't be laughing at it, but he right. Like, Brooklyn these just motherfuckers is crazy, bro. Yeah, like, they, they on, bro. Wild. Like, they're wilding. Another thing I took from this is he talked about how he was doing rock music. How he was doing this, but he did he did this to fit an image. Man, all Takashi had to do was be himself, bro. Like, 
you niggas out here, I gotta stop pretending, bro. Like, <laughs> it's so sad. It's not funny, but it's so simple, bro. Like, you just gotta be confident in who you are. Like, you, it does not matter what the fuck you do. Like, nigga, I'm a anime nigga who played hoops, like, who, who has anime posters in his wall, but I still got bitches, my nigga. I still fuck these hoes out here in these wall. Not no more. I got a girlfriend, but you get the I bitch. Like, he was tripping just now for a second there, dog. I was like, hold up, nigga, ran it back in. Tripping. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? You can still fuck bitches. You can still get money. You can you can still rap, make music. You can still create. You can do whatever the fuck you want to be. Just be yourself, fam. You got to start loving yourself. We got to start loving ourselves and being ourselves. Like, what's wrong with being you? That's a good question, my brother. That's a good question. Yeah, that's, that's my only thing. Like, none of this would have happened if he was himself. He didn't have to pretend. Well, I mean, I guess I was part of Image Making the Money. But I guess that also <laughs> says a thing about rap consumerism and, like, how they knew that he knew if he would have got bloods behind him, he would have blew up fast like that. As consumers, we got to be better. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the fact, well, bro. That's the thing about consumerism. The, I, I don't want to get too preachy here, but it's like, you know, the things that we love to consume are the things we love to condone as bad. Yeah, it re it's really true. Like, especially in America. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I, I don't get that correlation sometimes. Because a lot of people are like, well, we should just stop all this stuff. And then I'm like, well, you don't want that to stop. Because then what are you going to talk about? Mm, you, you make a good point. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I'm like, I'm here for, sh like, we don't talk about street shit, but I know a lot of bloggers yeah, a lot bro. of bloggers, you bloggers looking shady in the light. Y'all, y'all, y'all talked about Takashi. Y'all lifted it up, and I'm, I'm gonna say names, academics, like you niggas lifted. Bro, he's still posting shit about this thing. Bro. And you stop posting about it now. You posting about it because no repercussions happened to you. You was involved in all this shit. You was the nigga who was putting the light on him. So I mean, like you bloggers gotta have integrity, fam. Like you niggas gotta, you niggas gotta get better with this shit because that's that's and that, that goes back to our point of consumerism. It's like. You gotta stop taking, yeah, eating this shit up. Literally eating this shit up, bro. Because we like gotta, we also gotta blame the people feeding it to them. Yeah, like the 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 chefs are just as bad as the eat as the people going eat. Like I, I like it's th those street niggas. Well, I mean, some niggas are at, some niggas posting their shit on on Instagram, and, and them niggas are fucking stupid. Yeah, but they like, do that to themselves. <laughs> the people that don't search this out, these these bloggers go to these go look up police reports. They put this shit to the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if you've seen because y'all y'all started talking about consumers, so I just wanted to throw this in there just real quick. I don't know if y'all seen the fucking sweaters that a fashion designer put out this fucking week with Columbine, Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, and there was bullet holes in the sweaters to signify oh, the no. school shootings, bro. Nigga, I wow. cannot make Wildin'. this shit up, bro. New York Times, bro. The New York Nigga, Times, I'm reading this shit this morning. Wilding, bro. Streets New York Times having a rough week, though. Like, How could you decide that you're gonna be... I w As a model, I'm not putting that on. First of no, all, fashion, bro. No, bro. I'm what not putting that on, because now, that's this, these, these boys' faces with these sweaters on. It's not just like the sweater. These, these boys, they run in the runway with these sweaters on. You don't see the designer like, damn, bro, that's fucked up. Like, oof, what is wrong with humanity? We got to do better. Do better. Like, if this pod so far, if, if we still title pod, this pod will be called Do Better. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's embarrassing. But let's, let's, that's not embarrassing. That's fucking ridiculous. But let's talk on something a little more brighter because we don't have to spend too long on this Takashi shit. Boondocks is coming back. Yes. Ooh. 
but it's gonna be on HBO Max. I know this would usually be a bros who binge topic, but like I think we mentioned it. I, we gotta talk about this on 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 the on the main show. How are you guys? You guys excited for Boondocks to come back with new animation? Magruder Magruder's coming back to do this season, unlike the 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 final season at Adult Swim because he stopped. He's gonna be here doing it. New animation on HB fucking O. Let's take it there, like. Adult Swim, you didn't want to get too racy? Oh, we're going to get racy on, on HBO. Like, let's get fucking explicit. Bro, I'm ecstatic, bro. I can't wait, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I can only imagine, like, what's, how, thing, the kinds of things that they're going to explore and dive into and parody and, you know, really analyze in this show because that's what they did so well in the past. And if you watch the first, the first season, just like the first two episodes – they're really like reflective on today's culture and it shows like how much they were like, I, I would say Simpsons like predicting would be society. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and with all this shit, like I'm a Takashi episode, a Trump <laughs> episode, like a Kanye get out episode, like nah, nigga, they got a lot they could do that's happened in this time since the last episode. This is kind of, like, this is kind of a crazy topic. Michael, M- Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, oh! I was so confused. Was, he didn't say the last name, Yo, and I wasn't about to say nothing. I, I was like, like trying to trap me. I was uh, like, what is he me? I ain't about to say Jackson. About, first. I was like, who, My, is, who is Michael? Like, I was Michael like, what Jack, is he talking about? Like that Which stuff, Michael? like being being brought up in like in that to that group, and then oh, maybe OJ. Uh, OJ, yeah, OJ coming out of jail. OJ coming on Twitter, fucking uh, uh, Cosby going to jail, the Me Too movement, bro. There is so much fertile ground for Boondocks to hit. Like, uh, gr- gr- yeah. Granddad might catch a Me Too. Definitely, that's one hundred percent happening. Or he's gonna get like really worried about it. Like, yeah, like his thing is that he's just gonna like go back. He's gonna like have to go back to like past people to like make sure he doesn't get Me Tooed or something like that. They're gonna Uncle Ruckus is gonna campaign for Trump. Like that's coming. Oh yeah, like, that's one hundred percent. I'm so excited for this, but I just want to let let our viewers who may not listen to Bros Who Binge, be sure to listen to Bros Who Binge every Friday about Boondocks coming to HBO. Next up, bro, why women? Look, women, and I know, look, I know y'all going to say you never believe the victims. No, at this podcast, we start off by saying we believe the victims. But in this situation, ladies, ladies, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better. Y'all got to stop coming for niggas' money who may have hurt your heart. Yes, if we broke up with you, look, that's that's what, like, you just got to move on. Life's about moving on. I've been dumped. You got to move on. This bitch, and, I, and excuse my language, because I don't like to call ladies, ladies the B-word, but th- this bitch, Sue is suing Kevin Hart while this nigga's recovering from the most serious car crash. You trying to hurt a marriage right now. She's going for sixty million, and Lisa Bloom ought to be ashamed of herself because she just checked. Six, first of all, sixty million. <laughs> Look, leave Lisa Bloom out of this because if you don't know what Lisa Bloom is about at this point in your life, yeah, you just don't know. The bag, bro. She don't give a fuck <laughs> if it's true or not. She gonna ride that shit till the wheels fall off. It's sixty million is the sixty mil, bro. Is the girl the girl that was in the car? No, is the no, 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 no. Is the sex tape girl the girl oh, yeah. in from the before? Tape, from before, yes. And she's nah, saying bro. that Kevin knew about it when Kevin when Kevin already sued the person who uh, extorted him, saying he made the video and like he and her were kind of in on it. 
Like, no, bitch, he need to sue you for 60 mil. You already right. ruined this nigga life, part of this nigga life. His wife already think the car accident looks shady. Now you're trying to throw- do look shady, okay? It does. That dude it, looks shady. It, it, bro, like, I don't know what the fuck Kevin was thinking with that shit, but look, suing him for 60 mil? This she bitch is wild, crazy. She, she is wild, crazy. Wild, man. Like, there, there needs to be, we always talk about people, like, okay, so for example, if me, Brooklyn Schubert, were to, to lie to a woman about false pretenses, and then that made that woman have sex with us, she could sue us. And we'd probably go to jail. Right. Why, why it don't happen for the reverse? Like, all these women who lie about rape, lie about entrapment, lie about all this shit, nothing happens. They gotta get... And, and look, women, don't come for me saying, oh, well, y'all don't ever mention no, because we... I didn't threw Bill Cosby under the jailhouse. I didn't threw R. Kelly under the jail. Go check my fucking record. We didn't pulled episodes from... We put Juicy Smoothie under the jailhouse? We threw, we threw all these niggas under the jail, so don't come for us. But somebody got to take a stand for some of these men out here in these streets, because it's bad. Like, you bitches are lying out here on us. My, my thing is, like, Kevin Hart's having a rough time, man. Like, right like, now? You couldn't have waited till the nigga was healed? <laughs> or, or like, kind of did it before? Like, before? Yeah. yeah. When it like, first came out? Like, what you waited so long for? That's my thing. Like, she was waiting for the moment to, for the moment to be hot. She was waiting right. to get him. When she waited for him to be down. And, yeah. She like, that's that. Some, that is makes so bad. Me, I mean, you don't like, take a man when he's down. Like, I feel like this has been something that they've had, like, dealt with for a while now. Now it's getting, like, re-brought up into a new a new direction. Like, You're just chasing I, a bag. That's fucking I Lisa Bloom, man. It's a damn shame. Fucking like, Lisa. It's just, a, and Lisa Bloom's sickening. She's she is, bro. She <laughs> Like, you saw Black China didn't lawsuit, nothing happened. All these lawsuits, nothing happened for them. These women make these big announcements. Lawsuits get said, and then in court they lose. And but no, no press reports for them. And it's a da- it's a damn shame. Hey, was that uh, the girl that was accusing Usher? Not oh, hey, oh like, come on, bro. Lisa nobody, be tripping, like, bro. Like Usher, everybody think he got herpes, but nobody want to come say no. It's not true. He the the case was found out it false. Not not bitch. You got herpes from somebody else. Stop sucking dick. Right, <laughs> like you sucking all these dicks, and now you don't know what dick you gave you herpes. Usher. That's not my problem. Come on, fam. <laughs> Just because y'all hoeing out there in the streets, except your wholeness. If you a hoe, you a hoe. And you and just because he like him a little thick, you know, a little thicker than everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? That ain't no problem. <laughs> you really Fuck. Funny. He like, you know, he like it when it's when it stick to the top of his tongue. Like, <laughs> like he like him like that. That's not my problem. I feel like that's all she was trying to do was to put that out there because yeah, the herpes shit was like, how you gonna prove that? Hey. Like, come on, fam. Y'all, y'all wildin' out here in these streets. Let me talk about who somebody else who wildin'. Well, let me say, well, I'm, I'm gonna just make the announcement. Kanye album coming out the 27th. Oh, shit. Brooklyn, you listening to it? Uh, I'm cool. Jesus it. is King. I'm gonna download it, bro. Wait, it's called Jesus is King. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, what? Yeah, wait. I don't know, bro. I don't he's know, bro. Been, I know he's been in church, and the church bro. didn't sound wavy. I ain't gonna front. The church didn't sound wavy. Bro, this nigga had the MAGA hat on last year. He tried, He started to mock me. And, and look, I have no problem with him having... Like, I have no problem if you support Trump. It's just for what Kanye West was doing. It was a marketing ploy. Like, he did a lot. He said things about... Like, he did a lot. Then, once after he did all that marketing bullshit, he comes and tries to sell religion? My nigga, yeah. you selling religion? You go do a gospel? Come on, dog. I'm not buying. You're not, you're not getting yeah, the no, great... Yeah, no, I'm not... I, I lied. I'm not downloading, bro. If it come on the radio, I'll be like, oh, what's this? But, like, I'm not downloading it. I'm still on that. That's very that. obvious that he's trying to sell gospel. I'm not 
I'm not with cancel culture. Like, I'm not with canceling people, but this is this is different. Like, like I always say, you're not gonna piss on me and tell me it's rain. You go, oh, oh, this freak ass. You're not doing this marketing shit. Like, you're not gonna play chess with me, nigga. Like, if you gonna play chess, I'm just not gonna play. Like, I'm just not gonna join the game. <laughs> like, I'm just not playing. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you wanna play chess? No, nigga. I wanna I wanna play Madden. Fuck you. Said I'm not playing. <laughs> Not play- no, I'm not. Like, if it's like Brooklyn said, if I gotta listen to it at my job because it's on the radio, then I'm gonna listen to it. But other than- I'm not having that shit on my Apple Music or right, my Spotify. I'm not, I'm not downloading that shit without it now. A gospel <laughs> album? My nigga. You putting He's out bugging. a gospel album? Come on, fam. And I know people will be like, well, he can't put out a gospel album? Shut up. Shut your, your ignorant ass well, up. Well, look, even if, he, even if that was, they was cool he, with it, right? He, who else put out gospel albums that didn't do nothing? Uh, it's not my fault. I know I'm not even talking about his past behavior. I'm talking about bitch. You don't see he trying to just getting good. Kanye West was down and out. His Adidas stock went down. Kim Kardashian lost twenty million. She lost a lot of followers. I don't want to say twenty million, but she lost a lot. It might have been two million. He lost followers. Shit, that nigga still blocked on my Twitter. Why do you think? He's trying to get back into good graces. He didn't lose it with white people. No, he lost it with niggas. And, w- and look, black people, I'm going to say this. Don't get upset with me. What is the one thing black people are weak to? Fucking religion. You can't tell a black one. Like, there, there's less black atheists than there are. Like, black people are crazy with about when it comes to religion. And you're trying to promote and sell it? Get that, get that I don't shit. think it's gonna work though, because I mean, like, who else did? I think was it was it Snoop Dogg did a gospel album or some shit like that. No, I did a reggae no. album. He did a reggae <laughs> album. Somebody did a gospel album and it didn't do nothing. Chance. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, come on, that don't count, bro. We, Chance, we Chance formerly do known as bro. the rapper. <laughs> bro, that nigga doing stand up. I'm Chance now. That's his name. I mean. <laughs> Might as well call him Chancellor, because that's his real name. <laughs> okay, Chancellor. That's his name now. I'm not calling him anything else. Because he is not a rapper. But no, bro, I'm Kanye, get that shit out of here, bro. I'm not fucking with that. And, and all you Kanye fans out there, if y'all want to say something, to add me, nigga. And we'll have this conversation. I'm going to ask you if you don't think this is a marketing ploy, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. But uh, next up, we got... This is another thing that needs to get the fuck out of here. But the Boondocks kind of predicted the. If you watch the Boondocks, you know what the Luther is. It is a chicken sandwich between two donuts with a bunch of other shit. Bro, why is KFC? KFC said we were too late to the bandwagon. The chicken sandwich market is open because Popeyes left a left a gap in the uh in the in the market. Let me put out a donut chicken sandwich. Y'all eating that? Anybody eating who ma- that? Anybody? Who making the Who's making the donut? I don't. Krispy uh, uh, Kreme. Yeah, I think it's Krispy Kreme donuts. Krispy yeah, I think they Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, I think they made Krispy Kreme donuts with some nasty ass fucking KFC chicken. I don't want that KFC chicken. Matter of fact, I got some shit to say. I went to KFC the other day just because of the close thing to my job. Shit was fucking nasty, bro. They can do whatever they want with the chicken, right? It's still gonna they can they can submit a chicken on two pieces of pussy, and I'm still not buying it, my nigga, because you know what? Pussy gonna be dried up. I can't fuck with this Uh, chicken, man. Bro, I I can't fuck with KFC. I'm with you because I, I gave it another shot just like you and because they got a bunch of new ones in life. Yeah, I tried it once and I was like, bro, fuck this. Like, I will eat churches before I eat KFC, my nigga. Exactly, like, bro. Like, that, bro. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about that, like, KFC because, like, I don't I don't really know where there are KFCs anymore. I don't really have any KFC in, like, you know, 10 years. So I don't know about KFC, but the idea of eating a chicken between two donuts 
that are Krispy Kreme donuts, I might be going to Popeye's and Krispy Kreme tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I see you, boy. Yeah. She was inner fat kids coming out. Why not? Damn. Why she had to, why he had to do you like that though? Bro, I, bro, I used to be a fat kid, so I can like I'm not I'm not so so the question was would I would I get that probably from KFC. not from KFC, yeah. but, but I you like the idea. Popeye's chicken tender, yeah, because you know Popeye's got bring your own bun. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> just bring my own. That's just ridiculous, donuts. bro. You niggas really gonna just get a, a bring your own bun thing with? They're going to give you the packets of the mayonnaise, uh, two chicken tenders, and you... Nah, bro. If I ever see somebody doing that, I'm going to laugh. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm like, bro, no, you did not, bro. I'll be looking at them like, what's good with you, B? Like, did you really bring this here for them? Like, this is the purpose of fast food is to get everything at one place. You literally premeditated getting buns somewhere else to come to Popeye's. You sick. That's just oh my gosh! Oh, like, you know there's people out there doing it. We just need to go at the right times and like go inside and like just film. Go, like, walk up in there. I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't been up on Twitter. Face. Jesus Christ, man! But that's all I got on the the fast food tip. Uh, next up, this is not a bros who ball topic, but this is a bros who think topic. This was a hot topic on Twitter. How do y'all feel about the video that was released by the Ball family? From Lavar and Lonzo, Lavar saying he was uh, what's what's the word he used uh, he, some damaged goods. He said yeah, cause oh, Lonzo yeah. like the brand's dead. He was like, well, you've been damaged goods. The brand, <laughs> you got you got to try to lift the brand up. It's right for the taking. How do y'all feel about those comments? I feel like his dad been talking on him like that his whole life because he, it's not like you can tell on his face he wasn't hurt by it, but he could you could tell like he tired of his dad shit. But like yeah, I feel like that's why you're agent right now. Because like you. at this point, you know, he's like, bro, come on, I'm a grown ass man. You're not about to still keep talking to me like this. Yeah, I got. <laughs> you can like, tell he's getting frustrated with it. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of thinking it in a, in a different perspective. Where like I think this is a playful thing that they are doing now that he is an adult. Mm, like, ah, like, oh, boy, you know. You're you're not my little you're not my boy anymore. You're damaged goods. Like you gotta prove yourself to me now. Like mm, that's a that's an interesting way to take it. I'm just I think it was a little bit I think it's what Brooklyn said. I think it's a little bit for the show, but also I my, my I personal, think it's for the show, yeah. My personal opinion is is just like I get y'all are doing a TV show, but I don't know if my pops was telling me that on on national television. And and my mom and my mom was the mom that airball that screamed airball at my basketball game when I airballed. Like, let me let me just clarify. <laughs> like, I was straight nigga airballed, and my mom was the only lady screaming in the crowd going airball every time I miss you. Wait. Doink doink. Wait. Looking like Jack. Out like, no, no, like, no, I was not ready for that. No, this is the, this is that then this is that family's thing. Like they are just the family that will just shit oh, on each other. Shit, bro. It's like, fucking it's, hilarious. His mom man. shitting on him at his game. Like no, that's like, wild, bro. Like facts, bro. Like this is coming from the kid this who's like airball. Oh, like, Yo, I hope they shit by me. <laughs> you heard him at last week. You came to the national championship. I mean, landing them championship game. You heard them how loud they are. Like that's yeah. how like, my mom and them don't play at them things. But if it was talking about me to the public, public, or like, yeah, in the like, public eye, that's something. You, or like she would only tell me I'm trash. Like to 
Like when I'm at home, like, oh, you got to right. That's what you're supposed to do it. That's when you post. Like, that's what I did to my brother. Like he come home from his game. It's like you had six tackles, but you could have had ten. You trash ass nigga. Exactly. Like I did the pull out the points, but at the game when the game was over, good shit, bro. Good shit. You know what I mean? Know what I mean, good shit. But like. But when you get home, yeah, like, not in front of them cameras like that. He can't talk to me in front of them cameras like that. That's my problem. Yeah, that's yeah. my problem. Like, I don't have a problem with Lavar said because, like, I like I said, my mom was the mom screaming airball at the basketball game. But I just have a problem at the place where in and what they were saying it for. Like, I get you still got a show going, but like, my nigga, come on, dog. You could have you have you guys watched that show? I have watched like a I've couple only episodes. Seen clips. How big? How big a part is Lonzo playing that? Uh well, is it more? I think it is. I would think it's more Lavar and Lamelo, huh? Uh well, it Lonzo plays like they go they so the camera crews will go to like his house with his daughter. Like Lonzo is like Lonzo's like Kim. How Kim shows up, you know how it's like it's about all the other daughters that live in the house. But Kim will be there, and like they'll show Kim things when she's at her house. They'll show things at Lonzo's house. Like Lonzo is like the Kim. So he's. Gotcha. In, in the show, Jello's the one that don't get a, much, a lot of screen time. He don't <laughs> yeah. need it. He don't deserve it. I mean. <laughs> Jello. Oh, man. I, I was the guy that thought he, Jello... He's could... lucky to be in America right now. Yeah, he really is. Jello should still be in jail. <laughs> Trump saved his ass. But, uh, yeah, that's about all the news I really had this week. I got two questions. First one for you guys is, what's the best snack food? You at your house... Might be a little drunk, or you mean you know you're just watching a game, you chilling, playing video. What's the best snack food? Which y'all go to? Oh man, I'm a I'm a Tostitos guy. Like I'm all about the the game day snack style because I mean I don't know. Whenever I'm home, it's, I guess my mom would always have like some dips made and stuff like that. So I'm all about like the Tostitos scoops and something like salsa or. Whatever, like that's that's kind of what I'm always got at the house. Okay, okay, you chip and dip guy, Brooklyn snack. What's your go-to snack? You just chilling at the house, watching TV, maybe the game on. What's your snack? The if I come to Brooklyn house and I say, hey, let me get some snacks. What you got? I uh, I definitely got um, ah oh, shit, I didn't. I I got chips. I'm trying to think of the name brand of the chips, but they fuck. <laughs> Zap. My fat ass. My fat ass is thinking about his chips. And oh, bro! First of all, if I don't got voodoo chips, voodoo zaps in my crib, bro, is it a crib? No, it's not. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Okay, okay, okay. Voodoo zaps. I feel you. I I rock with the fruit roll ups. I really like fruit roll ups. That's oh, my okay. go. It's a candy too. man. All right. Like I no, that's but look, look, I don't do no, I don't do a lot of candy, but I I keep fruit roll ups in the house, and I, I'm a pizza rolls guy. This when nigga said I don't do candy, but I keep candy in the house. No, I don't do like Hershey's or or any of that shit. I, but I do a fruit roll. Fruit roll is not oh, candy. My so he don't do. See, Wait, I first like of all, how you gonna say you don't do candy? Then name chocolate and then say fruit roll up not candy. I'm confused. Fruit roll up is not candy, bro. Fruit roll up is a fruit snack. A fl- oh, a- this a- nigga is insane. <laughs> it's gushers, bro. It's, it's not the a same candy. as gushers, dude. These are candy. That's not talking about them like they fruit snacks. Wait, fucking wait. You think Gushers are the same as like Welch's fruit snacks? (laughs) That's what it sounds like, you. You just telling me that's candy? Are y'all telling me that fruit? Welch's fruit snacks are pretty much candy too. They're all candy, bro. Fruit snacks. You're sick. (laughs) You sick if you really believe that? I do. They're not candy. They're not candy. 
candy, bro. You crazy. They don't let you take candy to recess, my nigga. They don't let you take all that what? stuff. They let you take fruit snacks and roll-ups. Yo, this nigga is crazy. <laughs> hey, you I, can't I actually, really believe I, that, bro. I actually preferred the fruit by the foot. Oh, wait. That, I lied to you guys. I do not keep fruit, up, fruit roll-ups in the house. I keep fr- fruit by the foot in the house. That's yeah. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah. That's, that's what I was like, that's what I was confused. I'm like, bro, fruit roll-ups is fucking candy. That's what I'm like, you're not getting this. Roll-up is not candy. Because if you consider fruit roll-up candy, then you got to consider fruit by the foot candy. And yeah, I don't they all consider candy, bro. They all candy, bro. Super- you in denial, bro. Schubert, is that candy? Is that sweet tart Skittle Starburst candy? Bro, they still Starburst candy, is candy, bro. Bro, they don't fucking sell fruit, fruit by the foot at the fucking gas station <laughs> on the candy aisle, my nigga. <laughs> Sometimes. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Where? Where? Sometimes. What gas station? Are you at fucking, uh, are you at uh, that fucking thing with the chipmunks, uh, Bucky's? Are you at that bitch? That's a grocery store. <laughs> I've never been there, bro. <laughs> Yo, this guy's nuts. He's <laughs> fucking nuts. This shit is all candy. This shit is all candy. You got me crying. Fucking candy. Like, this nigga really don't think that shit is candy. If you can buy it in the candy counter at the movie theater, it's candy. If you can find it in the candy section in Walmart, it's candy. It's not no fucking fucking candy. Shut up. It's not no fucking candy. Chip section, nigga. But no. Afternoon snack, nigga. With pop tart. It's pop tart again. This man is really passionate. I don't no think pop tarts are candy. candy. Pop tart is not candy, no. Well, then fruit by the foot, that's on the same aisle, nigga. Oh, no, nah, man. What's up? What's up? Yo, but the fruit bro. by the foots are fire, though. If y'all think fruit by the foot's a candy, let us know. Let at me. And if it's not a candy, add that nigga Brooklyn. Fill up his fucking mentions and let him know that's not a fucking candy. It's not no damn. <laughs> it's where Brooklyn at, and that's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's, That's for marketing fun. purposes. Weird. <laughs> Fuck that. Nigga. Yo, Fuck. you fucking hilarious, bro. Fuck out of here. The, the next question I got for you guys is, what would you do if you woke up with a million dollars in your account? A, are you bringing it back? Are you telling the bank, whoa, this wasn't in my account before? <laughs> B, are you spending it? And if you pick B, what you spending it on? C, uh... I, uh, choice not listed here. You can go and see if you have another option in your head that doesn't involve those two. But it was mainly a two, a, a two, uh, multiple choice. That was like the trick answer when the when the teacher put three multiple, four multiple, <laughs> and they had the fucking trick answer. I'm going with A, motherfucker. They ain't finna catch me. They ain't finna catch me slipping. I'm bringing that shit back. Yeah, you heard that story, huh? Yeah, I heard that story. That was a wait. Okay, so I knew I I got this from somewhere. Uh, what what, what happened in the story? Uh, there was this. There was this couple that got like uh, five hundred thousand dollars or something put into their account randomly, and they, and they just like it. started like spending it on all sorts of shit. And yeah, so, obviously, they got caught. What? How you gonna blame me? Fuck you, bank you. If <laughs> my nigga, if I wake up and my Chase account say one million dollars. Oh Chase, thank you. I am I'm investing. Like the pods getting new like nigga. 
don't fuck like that's not my fault that Chase made a clerical mistake. I and mean, that's not my job to tell him. It's your job to realize you made the clerical mistake and take the money away. If I spend it at that point, that's your fucking fault. That's not mine. I should not go to jail for that. Man is a savage, bro. I mean, I, I, I don't think I... Well, the thing is, is like, I'm not these people. Like, these people saw it in their bank account and they were like, okay, well, I'm just going to go spend it on a bunch of shit. Well, me, <laughs> I would be like, okay, well, let me like figure this out within like my bank. I was probably going to move the money around within my accounts. And that's where they would get me. They'd be like, hey, this is uh, right. And I'd be like, okay, well, then where'd this money come from? Why'd you give it to me? Yeah, if my, I'm stupid. I don't give a fuck if I spin it. If I spin it, nigga, y'all should have put that in there. What the fuck? What is this world coming to? <laughs> Where, where we're blaming other people <laughs> whose fault it is. Fire that bitch that put that shit in my account. Nah, don't I- get me wrong. She got to be fired, bro. She got to be fired. She can't work in them. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong. When I find who did it, they done. You feel me? Like, boy, get Just now, put all your stuff on the table and I get out. If, 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 if I know somebody that worked for the bank and we, we conspired for this, then you could get me down. But if I just yeah. randomly up and I don't know Tina Fey or T- Tina Turner or whatever fucking Tina that work at the fucking bank to put that in my account. Oh, Tina's going down. Like, and not- I don't see how that's like illegal and like and like you go to court and be like the judge you tell the judge like, judge, I woke up one day and a million dollars was in my bank account. Am I not supposed to spend it? Like, who, like, like who, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> do I tell the fucking, like I'm not telling anybody. You, if you made that mistake, you fix it, my nigga. It's not on me to make to fix that. That's not the agreement I made with my bank. I, the, the agreement I made with my bank is y'all hold my money. Now, if it somehow I magically pop up that I got a million dollars in my money, well, then cool, nigga. That's, that's on y'all. That's not on me. I know what I put in that account. That account's supposed to say $20, $25. <laughs> that account's not supposed to say $2,500 or $25 million. Nah, nigga, that's on y'all. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the thing. Like, I think it was, like, they had, like, 25000 in their account, and the lady, like, put an extra zero or something. Oh, like well. two zero extra two zeros or something. Oh, like that. Well, her literate dyslexic ass. That need to look. I shouldn't see that. That's, that's I like, don't even know if it was a lady. It was just a person. Like I don't know, a bank just, teller person. I was just making a a, a rude joke. I'm not look because my girlfriend's dyslexic. That's not funny. <laughs> but uh, it's not my fault. Your fucking ass putting the wrong numbers. Fuck out of here. Brooklyn, I can't believe you. Brooklyn, I, I did not expect that answer from you. I thought you were gonna say, "Let's get the niggas gonna finish. finish." Nah, bro. Well, I, I think they. I think we would have had that response that you said, Lyndon, but after you didn't hearing know what before, just happened yeah. to that, those people, like, this week, like, nah. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not know that, but I wouldn't, yo, I would take that to all the way to the Supreme Court. I'm suing Chase. Y'all, y'all not just gonna sue me. I'm countersuing y'all for the for the issues and the legal fees I had to pay for this dumbass lawsuit y'all put on me. So we gonna, we're just gonna sue each other. And I'm gonna get that million back. <laughs> 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 How y'all go, bro? I am not. You think going that's to possible? Jail. I, look, you're not sending me to jail for t- for somebody else making a clerical error, and I just want to go spend money. Nah, sure. nigga, I'll put that in my account, and for the damages, the law, the 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 public shame, the stress to my mental, because you could phrase this a lot of ways due to the laws, the st- the the stress that you put on my family, my kids have to go to school thinking I'm a thief. Nah, fuck that, bitch. You get sued. I'm suing you. You got a point. Yeah, if you word it right, you could probably get. You could probably definitely. You could probably double or triple it. Yeah. Huh. Fuck out of here. We 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 counter suing, bitch. Fuck you. (laughs) Man, them people need good lawyers. 
<laughs> but uh, that's all the real news we had this week in questions. Shout out to the fans who sent in questions. That shout out to every shout out to the fans who have been listening, all new listeners. If you you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, shout out to you guys because man, you guys are holding it down for the fort. We really, really, really appreciate all the the new and continued support. Shout out to y'all. Anything else we got this week before we get into sports, you guys? Anything else? Y'all got anything? Y'all any girl problems? Any issues? Like what's up? Y'all talk nah, to me. Bro, I'm chilling, baby. No, man. I, I think everything's going pretty good. Y'all some fucking liars. I come every week and put. What on, are you talking I, about? I, I come every week and and put my put my life on the line, put my relationship on the line, and talk about controversial topics. You niggas don't have nothing for me this week. That's a damn shame. Just nothing controversial. I mean, if I think of something, I can probably think of something right now. If you want me to, I got you. If you need something <laughs> real quick, like, all right, boom. So there was some shorty at work, right? Fine as fuck. I'm talking one of the finest chocolate babies I've ever seen in my entire life, right? She got a whole man, right? That's cool. That's whatever. Shorty stay flirting with me, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, how did I put myself in this predicament where she flirting with me? But also telling me about her boyfriend. Like, what, do you, what, do you, what is she trying to get at here? You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is a very professional environment, young lady. I'm not trying to be in, up in HR's office, like, because I took the wrong advance type shit. So, like, for me, like, what a girl's trying to get out of that situation. Like, you're telling me you got a boyfriend at the same time. You're still throwing all these mixed signals my way. Like, you trying to get me fired, bitch? Like, what's good? <laughs> Look at you. That's a Damn. fucked up situation. Bro, I don't be saying nothing. Nothing, yo. bro. Fuck, yo. That's wild. <laughs> it's, it's scary out here in these streets, man. I just feel like Jeez. I'm trying to get, li- I feel like I'm getting lines, bro. And I'm like, yo, what's good with you? But I'm like, uh-uh. I ain't, mama ain't raised no dumbass. You ain't finna catch me like that. Yeah, no, you're not about to catch me slipping when you the one wilding out here in these streets trying mm-hmm. to get me fired from my job. Fuck out of here. Uh-uh. Okay, Bree, I got you. putting yourself on the line. I feel you. Not too, not super, super juicy, but we got to spend a long time on it. But, you know, that, that, was, enough, that was enough juice to fulfill my, my juice bar this week. I appreciate <laughs> it. Schubert, you got any juiciness going on with you and your hoes? Uh, no, um, I Are guess free right now. No, uh, I've been <laughs> hanging around with somebody at the moment. It's just, you know, matter of, uh, feeling out what the situation is. And like, sound like this shit moving like... slow. No, I don't, I wouldn't say that. Like slow as in like, if we were going to be in a relationship, but not in any other way. Ooh, that's how he fucking. Okay, I feel you. I feel you on these streets. Word up. Well, tell her to come to uh fucking ABC Anime Fest. <laughs> oh <right>. man. <laughs> no, I was just that was me just dicking around. But all right, ladies and gents, that's enough time us dicking around. Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you on social media because Schubert will tell his at the end of the show. You can find me at all social medias at where Brooklyn at. And it's Brooklyn with a K, not a Q. That's for marketing purposes, baby. Yes, Lord, because we are not trying to get sued. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you a quick word from this week's sponsor. Well, our plug, and and obviously our plug is AVC Anime Fest, but we'll give a quick word from that, and then we'll get started with Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what that sound means. Yes, we are back. Bros Who Ball officially is now back in action. I'm joined by my co-host for Bros Who Ball, as always, Mr. Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing, my brother? Man, we talked about it at the beginning of the pod. You know, I'm just still—it's bittersweet week with 
Eli being benched, my boy finally calling it quits. But now we got to go on with Daniel Jones. And I think it's, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it because, like, on one hand, I'm like, okay, yeah, I do feel like he's the better quarterback to play, but we're going to lose anyway. So why are we rushing him out so fast? Mm, okay, okay. So you're, you you wanted Eli to continue. But, I mean, look, bro. If your quarterback, well, I mean, ready, with all these dudes getting out here and getting hurt, like, I just don't want this dude to go out here and get hurt and get a serious injury But when he's, like, trying to, like, build himself up. Okay, okay. I play, feel, play, you know, playing for nothing because they're not going to win. But you don't even want him to get experience with the system and, and, and see if he's your guy? Like, you got to start. You got you to gotta throw him in the fire. All right. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see what's up. Also joining us is the other co-host of Bros Who Ball, Mr. Julian Navarre. Julian, how you doing today, brother? Ready for some more football. I uh, feel you. That's about it. All I care about is football right now. That's all I want to watch is football. Make a pushback to the NBA season another month. Whoa. All I want to watch is football. I know, I know. I'm just so into football right now. I like 100% of my focus being on football. I feel you. I'm, I'm definitely pumped and focused on football, but I'm so pumped about my Pels Warriors October 28th ticket, too. Man. So I'm also ready for basketball. I'm excited for the NBA season this season just, just for the fact that there's so much newness. There's no outright, like, deciding powerhouse. Like, we for the past couple years, it's been Warriors. It's been Warriors-Cavs, Warriors-Cavs. Like, the Warriors were the prohibited favorite. There's not a 100% clear prohibited favorite. Julian might think the Lakers. Schubert might think the Clippers. I might think a random dark horse team. Like, there's no prohibited favorites. There's a bunch of duos out there, and I want to see how this new look duo tandem thing the NBA has going on right now looks. But let's talk about football. We're in football season real quick. Schubert, I know week two of college football wasn't a lot of interesting games. What were you, Just real quick, give me some of your takeaways from week two. Or it's not week two. It was week uh, three, uh, week three. Right? Yeah, week three. Um, Man... And really, like you said, there really weren't that many games that were like too interesting. And I didn't really honestly watch many games this week because of that. And uh, I'm trying to look back right now to some of the games from last week. But I don't know why I can't find any of them. But Arizona gosh, State's got, still undefeated. You got, you got to throw some games. Oh, oh, the Florida game was really big because now Felipe Franks is gone for the year. So Ooh. Florida's done. Oof. Uh, they escaped Kentucky narrowly, but the, you know that's just lucky for them. Uh, Virginia Tech was down to Furman for the whole first half, so I mean, what is the ACC at this point? Uh, Mississippi State lost to Kansas State, which was abysmal for Mississippi State. But I, I thought I saw that coming when I was on game day, and they were like Mississippi State, Mississippi State. I'm like, well, Mississippi, what has Mississippi State showed you in the past few games? And I'm so aggravated that they picked Dan Stevens as the quarterback because of Joe Moorhead's, like, little man crush on him from when he was recruiting him at Penn State. He was not the guy. They had Thompson, who had already played for them in years past. This would have been his, like, I think his senior season. And he took him out, and he put this this Dan Stevens from Pennsylvania in the north or whatever to come down here and play for for Mississippi State. Get out of here with that crap. Mississippi Mm. State sucks. All right. (laughs) This year. I, I do like Mississippi State and their fans in Starkville, so I'm not hating on y'all, but like that was I'm hating on Joe Moorhead and him bringing an outsider to Mississippi State because that's not Mississippi State. Do y'all think Auburn should be ranked number eighth? No. 
they played somebody. They're one of the only top teams to actually play somebody early in the year. They and deserve it. They, yeah, they deserve it right now. To be honest, all the rankings right now are kind of all over the place. So you can't really say who. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe Clemson's the number one team in the country, but they're gonna keep their number one rankings. But as yeah. far as college football this whole weekend, it was I don't the the people who scheduled college football on these T V networks should have got together because there was absolutely not one exciting game to watch for week no. three of college football and they should be they should be ashamed of themselves for that. You could have get you could have given me two games to watch. There was not one exciting game to watch. Um I didn't really take much away. I mean, I saw Alabama play South Carolina. I knew that was going to be a blowout. And the only thing I learned about Alabama was their receivers are faster than I thought. It is ridiculous. how They don't have just one receiver. They have two receivers that are blazers. And I'm I'm worried about whenever they face LSU, how yeah, that's going to look. LSU's defense, like as great as our offense is right now, it, our defense does not look like it used to look. And the, these young guys have a lot of growing to do. At least in week four of college football, they have some good matchups like Michigan versus Wisconsin. You'll have Notre Dame versus Georgia. You'll have, uh, let me see, Auburn versus Texas M. There's some, there's some quality games. I would say Florida versus Tennessee, but Schubert would absolutely well, those <laughs> shit are two on teams that have no future. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I feel you. I feel well, you. I, I, as far as Florida's defense, Florida always has a good defense. Their front four is always good. I thought their front four was very fast. But Felipe Franks, to be honest, he was never good in my opinion. He was athletic, but he couldn't throw. Just like Texas A&M's quarterback, very athletic, couldn't throw accurate. Yeah, um, Kellen Mung. Yeah, same. I don't yeah. think losing Felipe Freaks, you know, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it was that big of a deal. Um, yeah, the only thing is, like, I just don't know if the guy behind him is any better. Yeah, you're right. They're in a, you know, they're in a messed up situation. But they should have been like LSU, went ahead and got a graduate transfer. Mm-hmm. That's that is, what LSU the grad, needs to keep doing. The grad transfer market has proven to uh, solidify and get some winners out here. But that's enough college football talk. Let's get to the NFL. We got to start with the Saints, man. I want to start with Julian first. What was your takeaway from that Saints game, and what do you think about? Because I want to get the unbiased opinion. What do you think the Saints? look like going forward do you think this takes away their playoff chances just give me what the breeze injury does for this team and like how much it affects it okay so what i take away from the saints i watched that rams game this weekend and i'll be honest before the game started i predicted maybe earlier that day or saturday that the rams were gonna blow them out i just had a feeling they were gonna blow them out um i'm not i love drew Brees, but i'm not really high on him um of course, I didn't get to see him play the whole game, but you know, he once he starts throwing past twenty yards, that that's it. The, the receiver's not wide open, then it, it's up in the air. So his injury, it was significant. Um, I know it takes a lot of the spark out of the team, but Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees are basically, and people are gonna argue with me, they're kind of the same player. Um, Drew Brees, I mean, uh, Teddy can move around a little bit better, but as far as arm strength and vision, they both thrive off of short passes. Drew Brees never had a strong arm. Teddy Bridgewater never had the strongest arm. Um, Drew Brees is just, you know, older, more experienced, well more experienced, you know, experienced Teddy Bridgewater. And as far as the people who were going off on Teddy Bridgewater, saying like, oh, we want Taysom Hill to start, blah, 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 this and that. Um, that offense that Sean Payton has, is centered around Drew Brees and is made for Drew Brees to thrive. Now imagine coming in 
the middle of the game off an of injury where you had no practice with the number ones all week and you're coming up against the number one pass rush. Uh, yeah, they're probably the number one pass rush and Aaron Donald coming in your face in the NFL. On top of that, there was a penalty every three plays that kept pushing yeah. them back 10 yards. Yeah, crazy. So you tell, you tell me how a quarterback is supposed to thrive in an environment like that and they're not at home, no preparation. So even I had them getting blown out while Drew Brees was at the game, to be honest. But with Bridgewater, I mean, I knew they would get blown out. He didn't even have a fair shot. Now, this week coming up, now, they say Drew Brees could be out from six to eight weeks. Um, I see the Saints maybe going three and three or four and two. Um, I think they're going to shock some people at Seattle. Even though Seattle has a great defense for some reason, I feel like they're going to, you know, I, I think they're going to be better. They might not win at Seattle, but it's not going to be a blowout. It'll be a very close game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints won. I'm going to leave that up in the air, but regardless, I think it'd be a good, close game, and I think people need to give Teddy Bridgewater a chance, but whenever Drew Brees comes back, I'll be honest, I had the Saints going like 7-9, and 8-8, eight and eight, with or without Drew Brees this season. The only thing that I'm upset about is, besides Drew Brees being injured, is I get to hear a bunch of excuses from Saints fans <laughs> why, they, why they didn't do good this season. <laughs> oh, Drew Brees was there, Drew Brees, it don't matter, but that's my take on it. I got my I got my excuses ready, but I think you made a good point about Teddy in the sense that he didn't have a full week with the ones. He got thrust in the middle game. How could we expect him to just shine right off the bat? Like we should give him a shot. And I listened to um Chris Long is a guest on the podcast with Ryan Russillo, and he was talking about when Nick Foles came in, how Nick Foles didn't get it going until three, four weeks after he fir- after the first injury with Carson Wentz. Once he got going with the ones, once he got comfortable, then he made a run. Not saying that Teddy Bridgewater is going to make the run that Nick Foles made, but I'm just saying, at first, me as a fan sitting at home, when I was watching, I was like, oof, we might need to, I don't know, Teddy not looking good. But after sitting back and thinking on it from an objective standpoint, we he does need practice. He does need reps. He does need the offense kind of tweaked a yeah. little bit to fit his play style. So I, I definitely agree with those points. And, Shubert, and let, me oh, add one, wait, let me add one more thing before she was going. Sorry. Um, this is going to really show how good of a coach Sean Payton is. I already think he's a tremendous coach. But his ability to adapt to another quarterback and hurry up and transform the system to him to that quarterback because when when Tom Brady goes out Bill Belichick will find a way he made Jimmy Garoppolo uh great I mean Jimmy Garoppolo got paid Jacoby just Brissett just got paid you know so you know Sean Payton's ability to get a new quarterback and throw him into the offense to see and create and design plays for him to see how well they could do that's gonna this is gonna have a big statement on Sean Payton and how and how much of a coach, like how great of a coach he is. I think it's it's a lot for Teddy Bridgewater. It's a lot for Sean Payton. And I think they're both going to try to find a way to make it work and excel. I definitely agree with that point because Sean just got his five-year extension. And everybody always mentions, yeah, Belichick's the number one coach people mention. But they after him, it's either Sean Payton. Some people like to say McVay. Some people like to say Tomlin. Some people like to say uh Shanahan, but Sean Payton can solidify himself as one of the true great coaches in this mm-hmm. league because this is this is big for them. So Schubert, what, what's your take on the Saints uh, matchup? Uh, uh, what, well, what, what's your take on what happened with the Saints and, and what we learned from this weekend? I don't want to repeat too much of what he said because I agree with everything. I mean, uh, going into this game, I wasn't too high on the, the Saints winning either, but I do think that they—I I wouldn't really call it a blowout. I think that they were pretty much in the game for majority of it. And if they, a couple things would have happened, if they would have had that touchdown that was taken away, 
you know, I, I don't think th- it could have been different. And plus, if they had a quarterback the whole way through, it could have been different. So you can't. I don't. I don't but the what, what I would look at with what's going on with Bridgewater and Breeze, exactly what Julian said. You can't really judge Bridgewater on this game. I think the Saints fans are too in love with Taysom Hill. Like it, Taysom Hill would be a bad idea. Taysom Hill is yeah. not. Taysom Hill is not ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. If Taysom Hill was your starting quarterback, you would be you would have the thirty second best starting quarterback in the NFL, worse than Gardner Minshew, worse than Luke Falk. I'm telling you right now, maybe not, but he's not a quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is your guy who's going to do exactly what Breeze does. He is similar to Breeze. Breeze, of course, is an elite level all time quarterback, but Teddy Bridgewater does similar things. And he was brought to the Saints for that purpose. He's brought in here for the system. And he didn't have a chance to work with the ones and get ready to be at, in Los Angeles against Aaron Donald. Like, that, that's just the case. And he's going to have all week. They didn't have to come back to New Orleans and him deal with the local media and all of the chatter of Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater. They're out West Coast. They're going to be in Seattle. I agree that this is a. It could be a, a game that the Saints could take because Seattle does let teams, the past two teams at least, stay in games when they really shouldn't have been staying in the game. Uh, so that's definitely possible. I think this is a really telling time for Teddy Bridgewater, and I think this is actually a really good thing if you're a Saints fan because this is a, a pretty soft spot in the schedule minus these two games, and so you're not so. You're going to have Teddy Bridgewater play at least six games. The first two games, you're not expecting anything from him. So if he does anything good, you're surprised. But if he doesn't excel, then you're not then you're not surprised. And there's two games that you can expect to win. Jacksonville, especially if they trade Jalen Ramsey before then, and possibly Arizona. And you know if you can navigate a three and three record, I think that's pretty solid for Teddy Bridgewater in those six games. And uh, yeah, I think if he goes four and two, that's best case. Yeah, and he might be ready to be your guy after Breeze. It would tell the Saints fans a lot. Look, Teddy Bridgewater's playing for like if he's gonna be the starter come next year for New Orleans. Like this is his opportunity. Like show show what you got, Teddy. We paid you for this money. We paid to have the best backup in the league. Let's see what you got, and let's see if you're gonna take over this offense. I do want to say, Saints fans, hold off on writing Teddy Bridgewater off. Like, let's give him a chance to get into the system, get accustomed to what he's going to be doing. And then once he gets into his flow, then we can judge him. Like like Schubert and Julian both said, the Seahawks game, the, the, the game after that, and then once we get to that third game, we'll have a true test of is, Teddy, is this right for Teddy Bridgewater. I want to ask Julian, Julian, what is your take on the Cowboys winning 31-21? Are they the best team in the NFC East? It, you know, it's really early to tell. Um, them... Green Bay and the Rams, like those are my top three teams in the NFC East. I mean, I mean in the NFC. As, oh, the whole NFC. Yes, the NFC East, the Cowboys, I believe. Um, and people want to say like, like, look, Dak played great the first two games. The whole team played great. The defense and players great. I like them too. But the whole the whole team played great, especially Dak. He's really proven that he's about to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. As far as people laughing at the competition like the Giants and the Redskins. First of all, those are division rivals. As you guys are Saints fans, you know, I don't care how terrible Tampa Bay is. Every time y'all play Tampa Bay, it's it, it's a nail-biter. You know what I mean? Division rivals, you see them twice a year. 
You know their tendencies. You know their players. You know, you have a familiarity with them. The Giants, I know the Giants are not good. Okay, they hadn't been good in years. Um, you know, but if the Giants changes. come out to play one game a year, it's the Cowboys, two That's, games a year. Exactly, you know. And as far as the Redskins, I'll, I'll tell you about this about the Redskins. The Redskins is a team full of talented players. The problem with the Redskins is they have no coach. Their coach is there based off of nepotism. The coach is there because he's John Gruden's little brother. If he wasn't John Gruden's little brother, he would not be there. He is not a good coach. Ever since they had him, they haven't done well, and he's on the hot seat. Most they, This year, this is last year. Last year, they went 7-9, and nine, and that's that was with hurt people on their roster. So that lets you know they have a very talented team. If they had a good coach, that team would have probably made it to the playoffs last year. They would probably be taking Seattle's wild court spot. So they definitely have a good, a very talented roster. They have a stuff. very talented roster. No coach. Yeah. So you know, Cowboys going to play Miami this week. That's a that's a scrimmage. So it's you know it's all going to come up to the Saints game. But right now, I mean, my eyes tell me certain things. I'm looking at the plays that they're calling, and things like that. I'm looking at Dak in the pocket. All the, none of the sports analysts mentioned this on TV while watching Dak. They all always want to criticize Dak nonstop. The jump that Dak had from this year to last year, whenever I saw him play that first game with the Giants, I looked at him in the pocket, and he looked even more comfortable than before, and he is very comfortable in the pocket. I saw him take his time, make reads, um, call audibles, all, all the little things that we admire Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Drew Brees for, Dak was doing. This is his fourth year. It takes time to grow. They finally put some good weapons around him. His whole offensive line is healthy. Watch. By the end of this year, Dak will probably be the second highest or the first highest paid quarterback in the league. One hundred percent. I think you're preaching. I think you're preaching to us. You know, and I think we agree. You know, I don't know about you, Lennon, but I am one hundred percent with you because, like, I think Dak has definitely proven himself to be what you're saying. Like, I think that he is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would like to see it outside of the Cowboys. But I think that he gives them the best chance to win, and I think that he's the most valuable player on that team by far, easily. Like, if if Zeke would have been out these past two games, and even into the next two games, I think they would have been four zero, and they probably would have done the same thing. Like, Ooh, yeah. I think, it's, I, your it's opinion on Dak has changed. It's the oh, yeah, I, I'm, that you have. You can tell he has control of that locker room. It's exactly. all like no, no one. It's on a the leadership Cowboys, thing. No, I, do you see anyone on the Cowboys talking out like the Browns? Showing exactly. off. Exactly. They're never. Oh, the Cowboys look at stay you. in the media. They stay it's, in the media, but they're not in the media. Then it's a culture and organizational thing. Well, I was talking about this with my friend earlier. I think that you know, with, of course, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Steelers are like big time organizations that keep everything keep everything pretty close knit and really improve players from the inside. I think another organization that doesn't get enough credit for that, and is a team that I'm really high on going into this week is the Baltimore Ravens. Oh my of course, gosh. they played oh, yes. two teams that, that weren't that great, but they did everything right. I think Lamar Jackson has improved in, immensely. And I think that that organization, you know, they've won two Super Bowls in, since the year 2000. Uh, they've been to, what, three? Or no, yeah. they just the, yeah, they've been to three. Didn't they win three? No, I think they won two. They beat the Giants and they beat the 49ers. Okay, but anyway, I mean, I think that I think that if you're give, thinking of a top five organizations, it's got to be like Patriots, Cowboys, Steelers, Ravens. Absolutely, that, that's Packers. A good, and Packers. That's a very Packers good a point. Turmoil. But I want to say this: 
Whereas I'm not, I, I still want to see a little more from Dak. And yes, Dak has greatly proved me wrong. And I want to apologize to him on this podcast. You, you're not just dinking and dunking. You're actually in the pocket. But the quarterback I've been the most impressed with, and I want to transition to this, is what Schubert said about the Ravens. Lamar Jackson looks like a totally different player. Lamar Jackson is throwing from the pocket. He's throwing deep. That pass to Marquise Brown at the end of the game to close out the game against the Cardinals was such a perfectly placed, big-time clutch throw. And we got to give Lamar Jackson his flowers because this dude has changed his game. And people are saying he's second runner up for the MVP behind Patrick Mahomes already. Like, like they're giving him a lot. But I just want to say this dude has played very well in the system he's in. They've built a good offense around him. They were they finally got weapons that suit his needs instead of Joe Flacco's needs. And now we see the team look a little different, look a little more higher pace. They're still running the ball, but they're able to throw and open up the uh open up the box and not have many people stuffing in. And that also allows for Lamar Jackson. He's getting a lot more cleaner runs where he's not getting smacked and having to take out run over 15 linebackers, 50 like run over everybody where it's a little bit more spread out the linebackers spread out due to coverage and he's getting around those ends and getting a lot of good yardage julian what's your take on the ravens um i'm not surprised at all and i'm surprised that a lot of people are actually surprised but then again i'm not surprised on that i knew lamar jackson was gonna uh, tremendously improve because if you look at his numbers at louisville he played at louisville for three years his freshman year is when the team was at their best and then the team got worse he got better as the team got worse. And when I mean the team, I mean offense and defense, especially his offensive line. His completion percentages kept going up every year. From year one to year three, his completion uh, percentages went up. His rushing yards kind of went up, too, and his touchdown throws went up. So I knew he was going to improve. I knew he was going to improve with the Ravens. Uh, that team, like you said, was built around Joe Flacco. They, he wasn't ready to go in. He, like, his first year, he was not ready to go. And he's, he's really a quarterback that should have sat behind for a year. But, you know, Joe Flacco wasn't playing well, so it was time to put him in the fire. And he survived, and he did real well. Even his playoff games, he had one playoff game. He didn't play that well, but that's okay because you got to learn somehow. The Ravens yeah. weren't going to go anywhere anyways. But I'm not surprised that he did well. I've always known he could throw. I, I saw him throw, uh, flick the ball 60 yards without taking a step. I knew he had the arm strength. It's just the accuracy, and it takes time. You got to surround a player like that with some young, fast receivers. They went ahead and got Hollywood Brown. Not many, not many receivers faster than him. I mean, yeah. at Oklahoma, him and Kyler, you can't overthrow him, okay? You can't overthrow him. But Lamar Jackson, I, I can't even – I'm not surprised. I, I'm really not surprised. I, I've, I've always known he could throw – it takes time. The problem is they take cert- certain players come in the league, and this is basketball too, come in the league, rookie year, light it up, and everyone expects expects the best from them, you know? So whenever you have certain players like Luka Doncic coming in the league, lighting it up. I mean, Baker Mayfield did all right last season. You know, Dak Prescott his first year, he lit it up. You have certain players, like Patrick Mahomes, his first year starting, he lit it up. You start to expect that from everybody because you've seen a few people do it and they get a whole bunch of, you know, praise for it and they get all the media attention. But that's not normal for somebody to come into a brand new situation and light up like that. It takes time. And I got news for you. You think he, you think he got better this year? Wait till next year and the year after. It's a process. Him and, jo- him and Josh Allen. 
Yeah, I gotta give Josh, yeah, gotta give Josh, Josh Allen, Allen some praise too. It, it takes time. Peyton Manning was not good his, his first year. Um, if you take Dak Prescott's number his first three years and Drew Brees' number his first three years, Dak has better numbers. Drew Brees wasn't that good in San Diego. That's why they got rid of him. I know the shoulder injury didn't help, but he went to New Orleans, got with the right coach, and they put the right people around him. And look, that's what happens whenever you have a good organization that believes in you and believes that you can grow. Same thing happened to Lamar. So just wait. Yeah. Wait till wait till that team starts getting a little bit more experience because they're a young team. Watch Lamar. He's going to win that the was, MVP. That was a good point about Josh Allen, man. They got speedy receivers around him with John Brown who can stretch the field, and then they got him a safety value in Cole Beasley. It really elevated. He's another one who is looking really good they right now. Well, defense. And, and he's got Frank Gore with him as like that veteran running back, and he's been pretty impressive in, in that. That last game as well, so I don't know. I mean, the brand, the Bills are pretty. I think the Bills are at least the be- better than the other two trash teams in that division. The the Bills like, took the Bills the, the Bills took the spot of the uh, of the Jets. What I said the Jets were going to do, the Bills is doing right now. I, well, I think like the, with the way that the AFC and everything is progressing, like thinking about even the, what we had thought said two weeks ago, it's almost completely flipped like I, I think the bills have a shot now really oh yeah we, with the, the Steelers are out like the Steelers are done I don't think the Steelers, I don't wait, think the Steelers wait, are out man wait are, oh. we talk, are we there yet <laughs> but um uh what were we just talking about before we were talking, guys, about, uh, we're talking Josh about Josh Allen well, yeah Lamar and, and, Josh, and Josh, Allen. Josh Allen well the one thing I wanted to say about Lamar is also is that he's one of these guys who's running I mean he puts up 120 yards rushing but I don't feel fearful of him getting injured like Deshaun yeah. Watson or someone like that. Like, he's staying sturdy. Like, they're I, finding I, ways to protect him. He's being smart with the ball. Like, he's just... His passing, man. His passing opened that up for him because he, he him being able to complete passes and be able to throw puts that fear in defense. Well, we can't clog up the box. We can't limit his running. We got to try to stop the passing. So that opens it up, opens up the field to where now he's getting better lanes, his off his protections really well, and he's able to run, unlike Deshaun Watson, who has to scramble for his life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like 100%. But Schubert, let's talk about the Steelers. You don't think the Steelers are done. Why? Uh, well, I think their move on Monday night was a big move. Getting Minka Fitzpatrick really kind of making a statement and trying to fortify the defense a little bit better. I, it kind of says... Hey, we're confident in Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph isn't a rookie. I mean, hey, they traded Joshua Dobbs off the team to make room for Mason Rudolph to be the sole backup to Ben Roethlisberger. He's been in the system there for almost three years now. I think this they have been grooming him to be the guy after Ben Roethlisberger. So I think that they're gonna they're thinking, all right, it's time. We're gonna roll it out now. He did pretty well. He threw for 100 yards, two touchdowns. They almost won the game. Uh, I I do, do you I don't, I don't, think, I don't think they're I don't think they're out like I think they're gonna fight you know you think that you, yeah you think they're gonna put up a fight Julian what do you think about the Steelers because you t- you said hold up we gotta wait when we talk about the Steelers if they weren't gonna fight and they were gonna just kind of relax the season work on a few things and go like five and I don't know twelve or something like that they wouldn't have traded their first round pick to get Minka Fitzpatrick exactly. this is a team serious about excellence. Whether they do good or bad, and I'm not saying they're not going to do bad, they're not going to do great either. They might go nine and seven, they might go seven and nine, they might barely make the playoffs, or they might miss the playoffs. But they're not going out without swinging. I mean, th- this this is a team with a culture, um, a good head coach who people have doubts about for some odd reason. He's a hall of uh, famer. He's a hall of yeah, fame Tom, coach. 
Tomlin's up there in that Sean Payton category with me. Like, he's the second. Like, he's part of that group that's if Belichick has top-tier coach by himself, he's right under, like, Tomlin, Sean Payton, they're right under Belichick. Exactly. So, I, I, I mean, Mason Rudolph, he's 6'5", 230. He's big like Big Ben. He has a big arm in that division. You know, this team went through a lot of transformations in the past two years. And uh, that takes a while. You know, you got new leaders in the locker room. Big Ben's getting older. You know, you have to transition to the younger age. You got two. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, who's now number one receiver. And now he's getting the brunt of being a number one receiver. Just like Lamar Jackson, you got to give him some time to get used to that. You can't expect someone to go from a number two with Antonio Brown to go number one and just ooh, be the same impact player that yeah. he was. Now he's getting all the attention. He's gonna he's gonna have to learn a few things. It's gonna take some time. It's, it's a fresh start again. You got the number two receiver who was a number three last year, who did all right, but he's doing a little bit better this year. But they're young. Both their star receivers are young. They got Mason Rudolph back there. He's young and new, and he knows. I believe that he's gonna be the next starter after Big Ben's gone. They have a pretty young defense. After Ryan Shazier went down, the whole team changed, okay? Yeah, it did. And so, I want to yeah. say this. Their defense now getting Minka Fitzpatrick and having Devin Bush, it reminds – they have a young Joey Porter and Troy Polamalu. Not saying that these are going to be Hall of Famers, but they have that – they have the, the potential. Like, they have a lot of weapons on that defense. It looks rebuilt for the first time. Give it some time, man. We're, we're in a rush, rush, rush society. Now, now, now. Look, greatness takes time. This is a young team. You just wait. You just go ahead and wait the next two to three years. And Mike Tomlin is a young coach. You have to instill a new culture. You got new leaders. And once Big Ben gets out the door, I'm telling you, this team is rebuilding the right way. They're not starting. They don't always start fresh. They are, like their offensive line is still pretty. Their they offensive retool. line isn't the youngest. They have veterans on their offensive line. They have a solid offensive line. But they they don't rebuild. They like you said, they retool. You know. Just just watch these players grow over time. This this year might not be their year. Next year might not be their year. But watch on that year three. It takes time. Yeah. You know, do you guys it, remember Mason Rudolph at Oklahoma State? Like he was he was a baller. No, he was good. Yeah, no, for sure he was good. He played in the Big Twelve, so you know he could throw it. So I'm, sure, I'm yeah. not worried about that Steelers team, especially in that division. I mean, the only team you really got to worry about is the Ravens. Cleveland. Oh, I- look at you. Great things take time. My guy Baker has to get used to this with being – it's his second year. The defense took the one the first year looks. He's adjusting. They, they they blew out the Jets, what they were supposed to do. Let's give him some time. Get my they guy Baker in. Coach. Oh, all right, now, that, now that, that's, a, that's a whole that's different fair. situation because I – That's I don't, fair. I don't and, and like uh, Freddie Kitchens either. So, yeah. Another underrated thing about Mason Rudolph and his history at Oklahoma State is that that other second receiver that you mentioned is James Washington, who was Mason Rudolph's receiver at Oklahoma Ooh, State. That's real. Ooh. So he, I know he's he fast. Might, I didn't know that, though. That, that chemistry still might be there, and then that might help James Washington get in, in a better fitting for being the second uh, second option. Yeah, I think so. Well, all right, boys, that's about all I really want because that was all the, really the big stories from this week. Oh, Jay, before we move, Jalen Ramsey, do you think he gets traded or do, you, or do you think he stays with the Jags? I don't think he gets traded this week, but yeah, I think he gets traded. Julian, oh. you think he gets traded or you think the Jags end up keeping him? I think he gets traded due to the fact that Tom, Tom Coughlin is the GM. He's old school mentality. He doesn't play that. And they're already paying another corner um, a lot of money. And you don't really, you don't necessarily have to pay two corners a lot of money. That's kind of unheard of. So, 
they can get him. They can get a lot of value for him. I think they're gonna trade him. Saints, Indeed. man. Saints drive. I've, trade that pick. Trade that Saints, pick. Saints. Saints can't get him. The Saints probably couldn't get him. Uh, the, the Chiefs probably couldn't get him either, though. Like, mm. What are they gonna give him? Their they pick, give which is gonna be like a thirty-two. Yeah, well, that's why. Look, they said they want two first-round picks. Go ahead, go ahead, take them because it's gonna be 30, 31, 32, whatever. Man, you can take that Chiefs and a player. Them. Then they're offering a player. So they're offering a first-round pick and a player, I believe. That's really good, to be honest. Um, like I said, then I, I would. Jalen's kind of been a headache for him. You just want to get him out while he has value. Might as well. If know. he goes to the Chiefs, watch out. The Chiefs. Will That's be what they need. Super Bowl, and that is exactly what they need. And Patrick Mahomes got to give him props because he's looking just as good in, in year two, throwing 443 yards and four touchdowns on th- 30 of 44 attempts. My God, that dude is in, that dude is great. But uh, let's get to the games we look forward to this week. Uh, we'll start with Julian. Julian, what, are, what give me a game that you're looking forward to this week? Well, the same games that you guys are probably looking forward to. Um, I really want to see uh. I want to see the Saints and uh, the Seahawks. I really want to see Teddy Bridgewater come in there and show why he got paid the contract to stay with the Saints and to show and prove why he should be the successor to Drew Brees once Drew Brees retires. Uh, I think he's. I think he was a tremendous player. He earned my heart over whenever he was playing for Louisville. He came in. He was hurt. He came in with his left wrist was hurt and his right ankle was hurt. And he came in and threw two touchdowns in a bowl game to come back and win the game. Once he did that, I said, okay, I'm sold. I don't care what team he goes to. I'm sold on him. And I'm going to root for him. So, it might be the first time where I silently root for the Saints. I'm not going to be screaming. Look at you! Pulling for the Saints this week. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Schubert, uh, give me a game you're looking forward to watch this week that the fans should be watching. Well, we've been talking about him a lot. I want to watch Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes. I think yes. it's shootout potential. Man, I, does Tony Romo? Does CBS have that game? Because I really want Tony Romo to have. Yeah, it's going to be on CBS, I believe. Oh, I'm, yes, it is going to be on CBS. I'm excited. That that is what I'm watching at twelve o'clock. That's marquee matchup. You got arguably, in my opinion, the best uh, callers, the best broadcasters with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I'm excited to watch this game. So that good game, Schubert. I'm going to go with – oh, yeah. if you had anything else, I ha- kind of hijacked you talk, talking about it. If you have anything else you want to say about the game, go ahead, my brother. No, no, go ahead. I would just say the, another game. The final game I'm going to – the game I'm going to say that I'm looking forward to is the Sunday night game, Browns versus Rams. It, of course, the Rams bring Hollywood, but I want to see the Browns. Can they – yes, they beat the Jets, but now that y'all got a win under your belts, Odell, be a leader. Baker, be a leader. Miles Garrett, be a leader. Like uh, – uh, Ward, be a leader. Like, take over this team. You have a lot of young talent. Put your stake in the ground. The, the Ravens right now are the prohibitive favorite of the North, but with the Steelers being big binless, I know you guys believe in Mason Rudolph, but optics show that they shouldn't win. Some Take your claim. Take your spot. Be that team. I want to see Browns versus Rams. That's the game I'm looking forward to. But yeah, that, that's about that's about it for this week, ladies and gents. Uh, Julian, tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me at Juju Nav J U J U N A V. Come and follow me. I'll follow back. <laughs> and hit him up because all his tweets, you know, y'all go at him. Y'all send him <laughs> all that smoke. Schubert, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at A Schubert 
14. And if you want to come hang out, a uh, friend of the show, Mark Caesar, is doing a comedy show right by my house at this brewery, Brewery. So come out and hang out. I think that'd be cool. It's Saturday night at 6. So, Ooh, all right, friend of the show, right. Mark Caesar. Yeah, uh, shout out, Mark. And uh, you can catch the bros to binge every Friday, Saturday. Which I think Saturdays now is probably a, a good thing to say that's, because of what we're doing yeah, with Titans. Titans. Man, Titans kind of fucked up. Our, we'll, we'll be on Saturday until Titans finishes the season. Yeah, so we're, we're talking Titans um, this week. I've, I've made the notes really early this week, so I got I to gotta look and see what's happened in the past couple days. But a lot of big stuff's come out. We got a new streaming service that announced its slate. So we'll be talking about that and other things. One hundred percent. Also, all right. Look, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to follow Bros Who Think on Twitter at Bros Who Think. Be sure to follow me, Lynn BWT, on Twitter. Uh, check out Primetime's Vanderbilt game preview. That'll be out by the time you guys hear this. Check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk. We just dropped that, and like Schubert said, every Friday, check out Bros Who Binge. Look, if you love hashtag Anime Talk, I know I said this at the beginning of the episode, and it was our promo for the episode, but I can't stress this enough because me and Chris have a lot of good stuff planned for you guys. If you love hashtag Anime Talk, and you love conventions, and you love anime, come hang out with us at AVC anime fest in lafayette at the cajun dome convention center we will be doing a live podcast for the festival come check us out come hang out with us we want to talk anime we have a cool panel plan from 12 to 1 get your tickets today it's october 19th avc anime fest you can get your tickets at Ticketmaster at the cajun dome local box office or you can get it at avcanimefest.com. It's going to be fun, man. We want to talk with you guys. We want to go buy stuff. We want to do a bunch of cool stuff with you guys. We have a panel planned. I'm not going to give the details of that panel. But we're really, really excited to do this. Our first live pod. The first live pod from the network. Come check it out at AVC Anime Fest. Get your tickets today. But other than that, that's all the time we have for today. For Brooklyn, for Schubert, for Julian, my name is Lyndon. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves, and we will be back next Thursday to talk to you guys, as always. Enjoy yourselves. Hey. Peace. Laugh right, laugh right. I'm the reason why your nigga laugh right. He laugh right. I told him you my bitch. He took a stab right, stab right. He know that I'm that nigga, so he laugh, yeah, he laugh, yeah. He die right, he die right. Baby, simming on my way, standing in my style. And I step up in a party, everybody going wild. And my pages, man, my talent, yeah, I know it took a while. Yeah, I been doing this rapping shit, little bitch, I did it all. Yeah, yeah she going, she going, she going for it all. I don't ask her what she wanna do, I know she with it all. Bitch, I'm feeling like Lamelo, all I wanna do is ball. And you wanna talk to me, all you gotta do is call, yeah Left, right, left, right I'm the reason why your nigga left, right, he left